I remember years ago, after Mass, I was greeting the people as they were returning to their vehicles and gathering and talking outside, and I asked one man how he was doing, and he simply responded, I am blessed. Now, that's not a typical response that I had heard before, so I found that kind of interesting that he would say that. And when we think of that word blessed or blessing, it can be used in different ways. Sometimes when it's used, it can be used in order to, to praise God as an expression of our worship. In fact, in the Psalms, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be always in my mouth. But the word blessed or blessing can be used in other ways, too. It can be an expression of our desire for God's favor, his grace, and his good fortune, especially with regards to uh, spiritual kind, uh, to be granted to someone. King David in sacred scripture said, blessed are you, and it shall be well with you. It signifies the, another kind of way of thinking of blessing is a, a signification that something is, is special and unique, that it's set aside in order to be used for a sacred purpose. In the Gospel of Matthew, we hear what Jesus did. It said, Christ took bread and blessed and broke. And then there's another way that we can use the word blessing, and that is in the sense of giving a gift making some sort of contribution in some way. And Naaman, uh, a pagan, who was suffering from leprosy, he went to Elisha in order to be cured by the God of Israel through the prophet. And afterwards, when he was cured, he desired to give a gift as a sign of his gratitude. And so he said to Elisha, I beseech you, therefore, take a blessing of your servant meaning, I want you to take a gift. I want to express how grateful I am. So receiving a gift or giving a gift, that too can be considered a blessing. That's the sense of blessing that we see when it comes to the Magi coming to Jesus. And that may seem strange. It's like, isn't Jesus the one who blesses us? And yet here we have these gifts that are be being given to the Lord blessing our Lord. Jesus, of course, does bless us in many ways, many of these other ways, and even in the sense of giving us gifts. He gives us the gift of him, his own self. He gives us so much. And in many ways, we are truly blessed. And the Magi were probably blessed by Jesus as well, if for no other way than being able to see the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, even in his infancy that they, I'm sure, receive some sort of graces from our Lord for having come to him. They were likely blessed by him. And when we think of blessings, our Lord Jesus continues to bless us, continues to bless us through the church. The church has its ministers, and the ministers can act on behalf of our Lord and on behalf of the whole church in order to offer this grace, this blessing of our Lord to those who may need it. Typically, the way that it would work is that it would be a priest or a deacon or a bishop, and they would use the words that the church gives them. And then with those, oftentimes there's the sign of the cross, the sprinkling of holy water, 
Sometimes some blessings use incense as a way of conferring that blessing. But in these ways, the church and Jesus is sharing this blessing, is imparting this blessing. Blessings can be confusing. Blessings are not sacraments. They don't have the guarantee that the grace is being given like a sacrament. But rather, the blessings are dependent upon the one who's offering it, as far as how effective it's going to be, how powerful it's, it's going to be, what strength it has. This is one of the reasons why a lot of people would love to go to saintly people and seek their blessing, because their holiness would make that blessing more effective. Inasmuch as a priest or deacon or a bishop is imparting a blessing using the words of the church, then it's not just the individual, but the church who is offering the blessing. And so inasmuch as the church entreats our Lord to grant this gift, this favor, this blessing, we can have confidence that the Lord is granting his grace. But blessings do depend on the holiness of the one offering it. And what are they for, then, if there's, there's not that same guarantee? I mean, with the sacraments, Jesus guarantees doesn't matter the holiness of the minister, whether you're going to confession or going to Holy Communion, we know that God is giving his grace. But these sacramentals, blessings are sacramental, so God can still give grace through it, but not exactly the same grace, not exactly in the same way. But what blessings offer us is an excitation of our, our desire for holiness, um, a greater affection towards that which is holy, to move our hearts towards the Lord. And blessings and other sacramentals can also bring about a remission from temporal punishment, as well as um, forgiveness of venial sins, small sins. They can also be a source of protection. If pilgrims were to go on a journey, they would have a blessing first, so that they would be protected on their journey. Protection from physical harm, but also protection from attacks of evil spirits trying to tempt us to do things that are sinful. Blessings can also impart certain uh, restoration of health or protection of the body. And there are other benefits that can be granted as well. But blessings help us on our journey towards heaven. Typically, it would be a blessing of a, a person or an object. But we can't bless sin. So a sin is an offense against God. God's not going to, to bless that. He's not going to encourage it. But sinners can be blessed, which is good. Otherwise, pretty much no one would be blessed because we all struggle with sin. And so a great blessing would be the gift of repentance, the gift of conversion, the gift of salvation, which only comes from repenting of our sins and being forgiven by God. And so our Lord offers many kinds of blessings. He can bless us through the church as well. Last night, I blessed a bunch of chalk, and maybe you saw that near the entrances when you came in, but this is a traditional kind of blessing. The priest would bless the chalk, and then the people can take the chalk and the right for blessing their own homes, and use the chalk to bless their own homes. It's a special blessing in the celebration of the Epiphany, in which we recall the Magi, 
We recall how they humbled themselves, how they blessed the Lord with their gifts, and we ask for their intercession for us to be able to receive our Lord's gifts as well. We know from tradition the names of the Magi, Caspar, Malchor, Balthazar, and in the blessing of the home using the chalk, we name these different Magi, honoring them and asking for the Lord's grace and mercy. So I encourage you, after Mass, as you're exiting the church, to take a piece of chalk and the paper next to it that explains how to bless your home with it, and have this epiphany blessing of your household, so that you can better receive the grace, the love, the mercy of our Lord. As I said before, our Lord blesses us in many ways. He blesses us in a very special way at every Mass by giving us the gift of His very self. And so let us reflect upon and prepare ourselves for the graces that God wishes to give us as we receive this great gift of Himself in the Most Holy Eucharist.